everybody, I am Nitin and we are back. Now you're listening to Not Your Normal Christianity and uh, this is a podcast where we talk and discuss and uh, ponder and rant and do a lot of talking on different topics and topics about religion, Christianity. If you have a doubt or uh, you want to say something and all that, we will channel it in a particular way so that people can understand better and uh, maybe find some meaning out of it. Well, let's see how it rolls. For this episode, we have uh, Captain Jeremiah Samuel, or in short, we call him Jerry, uh, with us. The man, yeah, you heard him in the previous episodes also. Hey guys, what's up? Yeah. And uh, with him, we have... Uh, Someone who shares the another version of my name, and uh, he works for the internet Indigo Airlines. Yes, I got it right this time. Yeah, this is Nidin and uh, Nidin. Okay, yeah, Nidin. So please say hi, Nidin. Hey, everybody. And uh, he considers himself man of uh, very few words. So <laughs> we'll try our best to break that down. <laughs> And also, we have from our previous podcast, previous episode, uh, Mr. Joshua, who's still on a holiday. So, let's see how his holiday is going. What's hey up, Josh? Hey, guys. Hi, Nidin. Thank you. Hi, Nidin. Such a holiday spirit. Amazing. Anyways, let's jump right into the question today or the topic of today. Is uh, someone want to define it? No? Why? Okay, fine. So, God's will, in short. Uh, how do I define it? How do I define God's will? How do I understand that, okay, this is what I have to do in life because God told me this. And uh, maybe this is my decision. And uh, what does God think about it? How do I understand that? What is the way? Do I read the Bible? Do I pray? Or should I go to my pastor? Or... What do I do? Let's start, guys. To start off? Okay, so uh, how I look at God's will is, uh, oh, first of all, okay, we'll go, for the, go to the word will. Will in itself means having a plan about something. Having a thought of what happens before, what happens during, and what happens after. So when I look at God's will in my life, I would look at what God has made me for, God, what God wants me to do and what I can do. I'm going to base it on the fact that if we believe that we are his creation, then we believe that he is our creator. When somebody creates something, they are created for a purpose. You seldom create anything without any purpose. When you are putting your heart, mind and soul into creating something, you have a thought for it. So I am going to look at it from that perspective that God was thinking something when he created me. And when he created me, he created me with particular strengths and weaknesses which he knew he would use in his purpose in my life. Okay. In short... God's will for my life was why he created me and what he wants me to do in my life. Basing that probably 
I'll, we'll take a discussion forward. So God creates mm-hmm. everybody with some purpose. Yes. Yeah. There is a purpose behind why Nathan is born. Yes. Yeah. If there is a creation because of a creator, the creator must have thought of something and made the creation. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, according to Jeremiah 29-11. Yeah. Well, I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord. And, he even and also that was it says that even before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you are near. Wow. So that's such a strong statement. Yeah. Yeah. So, for me personally, I would uh, like talking about God's will. So I don't come from a pure Christian background. I was I was born a Hindu, and fourth grade suddenly my dad came came home Sunday and was like, "Hey, we are Christians. Here's a Baba suit. Let's go to church." And I loved it because I got to wear suits, and one was disappointed because. Not every Sunday everyone wears suits. So, that was my start off. And from there to the kind of events which took place in my life where I was trying to figure things out and uh, the times where I failed and the times where I succeeded in some things and uh, majority was failing and uh, succeeding was very small. So, that help that it didn't help me it made me question god a lot like why am i failing in my maths exam so much i know i was not studying but yeah so i it made me question god a lot and it may help help me not understand what this will of god is what is the purpose of me living in this world and all that because end of the day we go home parents are asking me what are you doing with your life bro so coming from there Trying to understand the will of God was pretty, it was a struggle, it was a struggle and it was very difficult and I was always shocked and uh, I was, how do I put it, shocked in a sense, uh, how can people come up to me and be like, bro, this is what God told me, bro. And I'm like, how come God speaks to you or not me? I'm also praying, I'm also volunteering in the church, I'm also reading the Bible. What are you doing? So... That was my so uh, about God speaking to you. It, I think it's a very personal thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be in many ways. It's not yeah. just one way. Trying to understand God's will. In, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Trying to understand God's will is basically God telling you. Like, how else will you understand, right? Mm-hmm. So, so uh, you know how God speaks to you. It's very. It's in a lot of ways. Of, yeah. There are different ways in which yeah. He speaks from the Word. Mm-hmm. Okay. In your spirit itself, mm. okay. There are those times that you can hear. Okay, mm. I can bring out two instances, but then okay, we don't to elaborate. But I could hear that voice which yeah. spoke in my spirit. Two, which I remember very distinctively. Mm. Okay, so that's one way. The other way is that you know you can, uh, like you know you you see that there's that one particular door which is open for you. You know that one particular way which is open for you. Okay, nothing else is working out, but that one thing remains. Like uh, when I was going to join the army, I also got placed in LNT, mm. right? And uh, I was uh, so there was this debate at home whether I should go to the army or should I join LNT, okay, and go into an MNC. And uh, we didn't know to come out with a you know proper solution for it. And what we came down to was okay, if I have to go to LNT. Let me get a call letter before the joining date of me going to academy. Mm-hmm. Before I join the academy. And if that comes through, 
that means i'm going for relative so you said that uh, you know frame of uh, god sending you a sign yeah i prayed about it okay you pray i prayed about it i committed it, it into god's hand mm. okay that god okay this is what i'm doing right actually each door kept shutting down i also got selected for uh, uh, symbiosis pune okay, to do mba before that but then things didn't work out there so i had to drop that off then the things which were remaining for me in the end was lnt and the army okay and to this day i didn't get that call letter from lnt you know so it was obvious that i had to step into the army there were even other ways you know how the whole army route worked out for me okay but that i'll maybe share it some other time but yeah that is how, how i got to know in that situation that okay this is what god wants me to do he spoke to me through that by closing all other doors and keeping this this door open for me Oh, nice. that's that's really nice, Jerry. I mean, I was I was just trying to understand uh, the topic even more better. I'm, I'm uh, not saying that everybody has a bad start. Some people also have a good start. So I would say I'm totally opposite to Nitin. What he's saying, what what he just shared here. He's always his. Uh, he he genuinely shared his success rate was lesser than his failures. But on the other hand, I was I'm really grateful of where of how I was brought up and uh, and honestly speaking, my I I'm not bragging about this, but I feel that my success rate was more than my failure. And today, if I'm sitting here, I would just say that I'm really scared of failure. So for me, everyone is. Yeah, everyone is. Yeah, <laughs> for everyone me, for, for me, even though this, I mean, taking risk is something that I really think ten times. um about, about, about anything but one thing that i so i was safe in another fucking thing yeah i that's how god takes you so so but one thing that i have learned throughout the path is whatever i do i do my best and i do it unto god and not another so even colossians chapter 3 verse 23 says so what do you do do it unto god and not unto human masters yeah so so i i just just adding to that point i, I was in every step of my life uh, you know i prayed about it i said lord this is what my wish and desire is this is what my stream is which i'm looking at and god always looks at your choices and he will respect it and he will lead you accordingly he has he has given us that freedom to choose nice nice that's nice. uh, just one thing i want to understand like when we're discussing about god's will are we basically focusing on careers and stuff like that or is like no, 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 daily no. i was coming there you know like if we put aside the whole career aspect of god's will there are many other places where people see god's will like yeah. from you know should i date this person to should i some people even think of god's will in buying shoes yeah so true yeah true yeah true that Yeah. So, looking at it from that perspective, you know, uh, when we say the Bible is a manual for our living, mm-hmm. I think the Bible is full of places where God is actually telling us His will. Mm-hmm. Like when Jesus said, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart mm-hmm. and love your neighbor," that was His will for us. We think sometimes that God's will is some action that He will take and some action that we need to take. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we miss out that God's will is laid out throughout the Bible. Yeah. Micah says, "What does the Lord require of a man? To love justice, walk humbly." Mm-hmm. So that is God's will for us. And uh, Romans, uh, I think it is twelve verse one. 
where Paul is writing to uh, the church saying, therefore I urge you brothers to offer up your lives as living sacrifices daily. Mm-hmm. So there, what is God's will? Every day, living, giving our life to live as per God, what God wants us to live. So, you know, sometimes we think that God's will is some uh, gigantic task, something that uh, God will tell us that this is what I want you to do. But yeah. I think the Bible has been telling us throughout history what is God's will for us. Yes, like you know that was commit their ways unto me and I shall direct their path. Yeah. And to add to that, I I think uh, God's ways of talking to people is also very personal and very different exactly. person to person yeah, because true. from Genesis to Revelation, if you picture or see how God spoke to people was totally different. Sometimes God sent a donkey to speak. Yes. Another time he comes and he's like, okay, this is the son who's according to my will and all that. So it is so personal. Yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking, you, you've rightly mentioned personal. Uh, one thing I want to go on the word personal is that uh, when we all get so hyped up about what is God's will, I just want to throw in this uh, scenario, if you can imagine with me. Uh, when when somebody asks me, how do I know what is God's will? My reply would be to them, love the Lord. Yeah. And then it's a it's a it's a it's a direct answer. But yeah. you go through the back of it. Mm-hmm. It is okay. Let's say my friend Nidin here. Mm-hmm. Suppose I want to know how Nidin thinks. Mm-hmm. I need to spend time with him. I need yeah. to be with him. True. I need to know him. Mm-hmm. There comes a point of time. I can say no, this is not what Nidin would want. Mm-hmm. When we commune with God, mm-hmm. when we spend time with Him, we get to know what He likes, what He dislikes, and that can be a very good guidance for us. Because, as is mentioned in Joshua 1 8, God says, Meditate on this word, which is His conversation with us. Yeah. Yeah. Meditate on this word day and night. Right. So, when you are actually being with a person, Mm. you come to know them more. Mm. When you know them more, you love them more. Mm. When you love them more, you want to be with them more. Mm. And the more you want to be with them, the more you know them. It's a a circle. It starts with loving them, Mm. knowing them, being with them, coming Mm. to know what they want. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Also, talking about... uh, God's will in different areas of life. I think um, I think many of us fall short of action when it comes to you know finding the will of God. Sometimes I have seen many people go lazy trying to find the will of God. So when I say lazy, they will not do something just because they are like they are not confident about uh, their again fear of failure, right? So sometimes fear of failure or the very basic laziness pulls them to say like okay I don't think it is God's will but yeah so I think many a times God will reveal himself through people trying out like for me personally if I share the list of the things I wanted to be in my life it was it's very funny in sixth grade I was inspired by Rambo I wanted to be in the I wanted to be a mercenary I'm not joking (laughs) And uh, in 10th grade, I wanted to be a neurosurgeon for some reason. 
and then IITN where I failed math like miserably royally and uh, ended up somewhere else and so I tried things and then that's how understand. I think, I think, I think that brings us to uh, another aspect of this of uh, you know when God says a no oh yeah to you know what you uh, taking ask. God's no is yeah. oh exactly like you so know, hard like, uh, they, so like this is what I have heard okay that uh, there are three answers which God gives you. You know, it's a yes, no, and we wait. Okay, so a lot of times we, you know, see God as a genie. You know, we want uh, God to do stuff for us. You know, like we ask Him, we like, God, okay, I want this. God, I want to become this. God, give me that. Give me this. And we always want God to say yes. Okay, which is okay. It's not wrong to expect. Okay, but. We also need to learn that if he's saying yes, he can also say a no, you know, and we have to be ready for that. You know, at that particular moment when God says no or he shuts a door, you know, it can be shattering, you know, you think that that's the end of the world, you know, and you know, you're in that space where you're not able to think beyond what has happened in that moment. But I think we need to put our faith in the word at that point when God says that I have plans to give you hope and a future, Yeah, you know. We should be able to see that, okay, fine, you know, thank God that God, okay, thank you for this no, you know, I know that there's something better which is coming ahead, you know, even in this no, you know, like in the previous podcast, you know, like uh, Joshua said that all things work for good, mm. you know, so this is one of those things which is going to give me a good result. Yeah, I mean, you, as you just quoted that, you know, all things happen for good and it's, and, and the Bible also says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, you just quoted that uh, I for uh, it, it says and I and I quote for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to give you hope in the future plans not to destroy you so if you you know especially even if you look at the life of Joseph from the Bible itself it is very clear and evident that he was a young he, he was one of the youngest boys in the family his elder brothers hated him because his father loved him the most mm. he was gifted a robe he was sold just imagine. You, I mean, you were the favorite in the family. Your success rate was very high, but then suddenly you were sold out of your family, and you were a slave in, uh, for in 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 Potiphar's house. And then moving forward, as we see, he was because of him, because of how he knew God and how he served God and how he loved God, God promoted Potiphar's. I mean, uh, promoted. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm literally saying promoted Potiphar's house. But then again, there comes a time where. You know, we, we, we know the story how it goes. He was yeah. again sent to the prison. It was not his fault, but he was again sent to, uh, sent, sent to the prison. And there, thinking what Joseph thought, I'm just sitting in his shoes and thinking, you know, I was, I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong, but I'm stuck in this. Is this God's will in my life for me to be in this prison? Again, moving forward, you know, we, we know through, I mean, uh, he, was, uh, he, was, he was again thrown in prison and then after that he was the, one of the highest prime ministers of Egypt himself. Yeah. And then he later saved his own family. Yeah. So, so, so just, just adding to that, you know, the Bible says in Hebrew chapter 12 verse 11, this is just a motivational thought for everybody out there. It says that therefore we are, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw everything that hinders uh, uh, the, the way of sin and that entangles us. So the Bible says that I am, I am Joseph, 
okay i am joseph and if i was in that situation and today if you are in that situation you think this is not god's will think you can because if i can come out of the situation yeah. so can you yeah similarly the life of shadrak mission in the bible for these some youngsters that we really look at i mean i really look up to from the bible their their base was very strong in the word and that's how they knew their will and then they kept moving forward even in the tribulation exactly yeah and sorry before you uh, jump in i have a small point to make that talking about the wait you know the waiting the god's no sometimes is majorly asking you to please wait so i think we should not mistake the waiting to be like not do anything yes there yeah. there has to be faith yeah there has to be action, action towards it like you know many other times when we think when we hear people say i am waiting on the lord they are simply sitting at home yes yeah. well, that is wrong you so need that i i want to give a real life example sometimes we use the word waiting for rotting yeah okay now Preach what what yeah. what jo- joseph did in the bible he was in the prison he was learning administration yes yeah. he was being an administrator anyway that is from a bible let me give you a very live example uh some of us know ricky uh, he wanted to do architecture when he was completing his 12th yeah okay and then as i said god created us he didn't give us only strengths he gave us certain weaknesses so if he was not able to do math at that point of time it was because god didn't give him that strength because god wanted him to do something else and what he as a result of not clearing that at that point of time he had a gap of one or two years during which he did not rot but god made him wait on him and made him start developing something which made him the person he is today it's the same story of joseph is just a different person in a different location yeah totally and uh, probably not everybody has a similar story some people like jerry here he had one thing in mind and got closed everything else and led him to that my story is slightly different i wanted to join the armed forces and again and again and again and again god kept closing doors and pointed me in a direction where today as a mechanical engineer i look back and i see that my area of impact is probably more where i am right now than where i would have been so going back to the topic of god's will i think god has willed everything for the whole world which is just a summation of god's will for each and every one of our lives in which he brings the story of the whole world yeah. it's just that we go through different stories we go through different things we get confused about god's will but as nidin pointed out i think this verse is uh, if you look at it from this perspective god could have said i have plans to prosper you yeah god said i know the plans i have for you yeah. that is when we have faith in him saying god i have this weakness but i know you know the plans for me you know my strengths you know my weaknesses and you are going to enable me to do what you want for me and i think the weakness works out for a gain yeah you know and it's not like you know when god says yes to you okay let it be career or let it be anything a relationship okay or whatever uh, you've asked and god says yes for it it's not like it's going to be an easy path 
ஈஸி the path is not easy all right it is difficult and even in that you need god's help okay to overcome the obstacles which you go through each and every day all right so it is one thing to get a yes as an answer okay and we all happy about it and you know it's great of course a yes is great but then that is where the work begins yeah god's you know? response is always a verb exactly yeah. exactly you know very rightly brought out and uh, uh, yeah it's it's just funny you know how uh, how even a person who gets a no is going through the same struggle and even a person who gets a yes yeah. is going through the same conflict you know the journey is same yeah wow. cool nice 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 um uh, that's pretty much around what we are trying to talk about anything yeah. else yeah i i while we were discussing i just uh, thought of one thing that uh, jesus said if you remain in me and my words remain in you whatever you ask will be given you so i was thinking that is it possible for us to be in sync with god and still have different wills that is when i was just led to the verse in the bible where jesus says in the garden of gethsemane that uh, father if it is thy will please remove this cup yes. from me but let not my will but your will be done I think we need to come to terms with the fact that our will and God's will might not necessarily be the same and we have to leave scope for uh, having our desires but committing the desires to God that in the end it is God's desire that takes precedence over our desire but there comes a point of time where we get so in sync with God that our desires are exactly god's desires yeah so continuing to what josh says there is one angle of god's will uh, where people would love to listen to is the uh, god's will around a relationship or uh, should i date this girl should i date that guy should i how do i know if i have to marry this person or not is it god's will um, i will clearly say that i am not eligible enough yet to answer the marital questions so in our midst we have Ricky Raymond who is going to be married pretty soon he's going to be a mister pretty soon so yeah he Ricky would you like to shed some light on this <laughs> <laughs> Ricky okay um hi guys okay so basically i think this is one topic which i have realized that uh, a lot of us use certain things uh for our convenience so even we take science for our convenience if we want to let's say work a relationship out we'll say okay when we are gathered god is there so let me and this girl pray for each other and god is there and there is going to be an answer that's yes, right <laughs> those kind of things we always have or we have these kind of prayers where we are people who walk approach to someone and say listen i feel like god is telling me that we should get married yeah. you oh, know those kind of things right but i think something about myself i have been praying for a spouse from my from almost when i was 18 i'm 24 today so i've been praying for a very long time and when i knew i like this one person 
I I actually prayed about it. At the same time, I was too young for it. But I again went ahead and I said, hey, I told this girl I really like you. But things didn't work out, right? Uh, didn't think work out because uh, her parents got to know and they said absolutely is not right. And now here I am standing there and saying, uh, God, I prayed. We both prayed. We did everything that you <laughs> want us to do. Why is it that um, your it's not going uh, uh, like along with your will? And then I'm reading my Bible and asking God, God, give me a sign. Show me that you're on my side. And when I opened my Bible, I got this one verse which says, it's, which is Ephesians 6.1, which says, Children, obey your parents for it is the right thing to do. <laughs> Trust me, it was the most frustrating thing in the Bible. Because for me, reading that is like, it's like, God is literally telling me, I'm not on your side, I'm on the <laughs> other side. And I'm like, God is supposed to be my comfort. And see, like I said, we take signs and we think it should work for our convenience, right? Um, so again, like a short, long story short, I I had to pray about this for a very long time and I never got a no from God. I always felt God was sending me to wait. Right. So I tell you how I realized I had to wait. And the most difficult, uh, biggest conflict is not between yes or no, the biggest conflict is between no and wait. Yeah. In most of our lives, right? Nice. And for me to figure the no and wait was this. Every Sunday I would go to church saying, God, talk to me. And sometimes when you're doing that, you know, what happens is we think, we take things what we need. And we yeah. interpret things to our, our own convenience. But I honestly don't see it as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Because any everyone going there is not going through the same thing. But the Bible, in like for example, every parable in the Bible inter- is interpreted. Like for example, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John tells the same story in four different aspects. Because they look at things in a different way. Yeah. Same way, every situation you're going through, you interpret whatever someone's preaching in whatever your current situation is. And that's how I took it. So every time I went to church... I felt like God was saying, wait, 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 to a point where I got so frustrated, I said, God, please, please, uh, I want to move on. I can't wait. You want to add something to this? Yeah. Continuing from what Ricky said, uh, like Ricky asked for it, okay? Ricky asked for it and Ricky prayed for it. Now, James 4, uh, 2 and 3 says, you do not have because you do not ask. And when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong intentions. Yeah. So yeah. I think we can we can learn from some practical examples that uh, God gives us and Matthew says ask and you shall receive seek and you shall find. So I think no. uh, with 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 since we are currently talking about spouse and we can extend it to career and to not just the major things but even the minor things of life. I think we will know God will and do when we keep asking. With the right intentions. Right. Yeah, like, like I said, like I was, like my answer was wait. And to a point where I'm human, everyone's human, we will reach a point where we say, God, I can't do this. Yeah. I need to move on. And even then, I felt like God was saying, wait. To a point where that whole journey, I had friends tell me that I had, see, so something very important you need is you just, you need the word of God and you need good friends. Because your friends will remind you and be raw with you. Yeah. And so one of my friends told me on my face, he said, probably Ricky, you give too much importance to that girl than you give to God. For me, that was like a breaking moment because it hit my ego so badly because I, like, I realized that I was, my relationship with God was, if I get that girl, I love God. If I don't get that girl, I don't love God. Yeah, yeah. And I had to fix that. And I, I learned that in the hard way where I said, even if she isn't part of my life, I will still love you. 
the moment you hit that mark or point that point in your life is when things work out and the moment i hit that point in my life is when i realized things started falling into place i got i think like she, this girl calls me back and we get back together and and uh, like she and this time i'm like you know i wanted to do everything right she spoke to parents i said listen i really like this guy i want to make things forward and i spoke to my parents and then i took things forward and we prayed uh, again asking god to be with us throughout this journey now this was how things work for me and what i believe is sometimes when you're pursuing something it's not really a bad thing it'll just make you look like a fool around people but god's got something crazy when you say pursuing something you mean someone someone also? yeah someone someone something every career coming career some yeah but then some i see over here also you you were pursuing it because you were constantly getting that weight Correct, correct. You know, wait, wait, wait. Was it a no? Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why you're pursuing it, and it makes total sense. That also, way. can we like you know address this that uh, address this fact that people should stop coming out to people and say God told me you I will marry you. God asked me to date you and all that. Can absolutely, we please? Absolutely. Can we please talk that? Because personally speaking, like I'm not going right against them saying God will not talk to you. I'm not saying that, but. the amount of people i have seen who told me that i was leading worship she was assuring god told me that uh, god told us at the same time that <laughs> you guys have to date down the line half a year they broke up <laughs> and they're like with somewhere else right now in life so i've seen that happen so many times with that why blame god yeah i think i think sometimes I, the problem isn't with us where we mistake god's will for what we actually want, want in life yeah. Yeah. and and uh, the new testament is uh, pretty open about it when uh, i'm bringing in temptation here where it says uh, don't blame god for your temptations because the temptation is when you give in to what you want mm-hmm. so it was already there in you and so many a times we we develop a strong sensation that i want this i want this i want this oh i feel god is telling me that yeah. what is so uh having said that you no know, i honestly feel i also personally feel like obedience is difficult right right very difficult right yeah. mm-hmm. and sometimes obeying uh things that are comfortable is very easy but obeying things that are uncomfortable that's oh, yeah. yeah and so that plays a key role okay yeah. and sometimes if you want uh, like you said then about how people get these signs i'm not discrediting yeah you should be because god works in mysterious ways yeah. Yeah. right you can always say that right because come on we live in a country where arranged marriage is a thing True. not like god came and told both the families that you know <laughs> they just went to uh, christianmatrimonial.com saw how much the boy wants you know and then they got it you know you know that's the kind of culture we have right but that i'm not that's why that's why i i believe that two individuals have to be in one accord when they need something true got it because when you can pray for someone and that someone is praying for somebody else the whole pattern dies because if there's someone you know there's a lot of preachers who preach there's someone special for you because if that someone special marry somebody else the whole pattern dies bro yeah because that somebody else's spouse is now single you yeah. know my brother yeah. you you yeah. that that idea has to break you have to give god a chance to do something and that happens with obedience yeah that happens with persuasion mm-hmm. that happens with constant mm-hmm. communication with god i believe true yeah and that so true. and it's because it's a relationship with god treat it like a relationship if you are expecting something from god you 
better be someone who's living up to God's mm. expectation. There's something I really heard from this one of my favorite preacher, and this line could be explicit, but this is something I really like. What he said was, when God asks us to give up something, we just can't fathom, but we are ready to give up everything for a quick orgasm. Imagine all of us in life yeah. have these moments. Right? When God asks us to give up something, we just don't do it. Mm. Right? So treat God like a relationship. And that's the biggest advice I would give. Not like I have all the answers. Yeah. I'm on the journey. Yeah. And but yeah, that's so that's we can agree on the fact that uh, it is totally fine if someone likes someone and you know approaches them the right way. You know, approaches them the staying humble and you know approaching them normally. Don't take God, don't take uh, Christianity and religion and everything in between. So like, see, I like you. I would like to go out with you and get to know more better and see how things roll. And uh, in not expecting anything out of that. from It's a good way to start, right? Then rather than saying, yeah, I'm praying for you, let's get married. Yeah. That's just creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, coming to that creepy aspect, there's, there are, there, I've come across situations where, uh, you know, my friends tell me that. So this guy is telling me that he likes me, but I feel he's forcing himself on me, not physically, but spiritually. How is that? I am praying for you. I am praying for you all the time. Uh, you also pray. You also pray. God will tell you. You also pray. You also pray. God will tell you. That is their everyday conversation. And oh. I feel that is totally wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I think uh, one one angle of uh, God's will in our daily in, in our daily life is during the waiting period we see some instances in the Bible where God literally made people wait and do nothing mm-hmm. and there are instances where God made people wait and do something yeah so I think uh, that it, it was very personal and it's not a one size fits all like we can say this is God's will yeah. this is how I understand it this is how I do it mm-hmm. I think that we will never be able to comprehend God's will in our life but yeah. what is most important for us is to set our mind mm-hmm. on things above as yeah. Jesus said seek first the kingdom of God yeah. and his righteousness yeah. and all these things shall be added unto you True. so I think the, the blessings the different things that we look for mm-hmm. to know whether they are in line with God's will or not yeah. I think they will anyway be added to us if we first seek. Seek, seek is the action yeah. aspect. Of seek. Yeah. Yeah. So Seeking while you wait, yeah. seek, seek first the kingdom of God. Yeah. I also think this this episode, I mean this this specific topic of relationship, there are so many aspects to it. I think we should definitely, we should really consider making a separate episode on relationships, God, oh, yeah, marriage, yeah, yeah. divorce, totally. totally. On totally. all aspects of it. Because yeah. I'm sure... God is there in all yeah. these situations. I think. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be enough, but True. I'm sure. Let's stay tuned. <laughs> There's a part two coming <laughs> after the case marriage. Nice way. Nice way to put it that out. <laughs> yeah, new episode, guys. Thank you. How we cast integration? <laughs> cool. That is. Uh, that was a pretty intense uh, conversation we had, man. I was. I'm so glad we did that, and so glad we could say no to many things which are pretty common in churches and people today. So I'm happy how it ended. And also people who are listening to this, if you have anything to share uh, your views or if you want to correct us somewhere or anything you want to talk to us, reach out to us or you can drop your comments in the comment section. And uh, that's it pretty much for this week.
Alright, see you all next episode. Bye. Not your normal Christianity.